Welcome to the latest edition of Seattle Nice. I'm David Hyde, here as always with Erica C. Barnett from Publicola. Hi, Erica. Hey, David. And Sandeep Kaushik. Hello. Uh, we're talking today about this new King County Regional Homelessness Authority plan, the price tag, nearly $12 billion to try and address homelessness. And here to help us understand that is the uh, Seattle Nice team experts in their own right uh, when it comes to this issue, Erica C. Barnett. What is this plan and what do people need to know about it? Yeah, so this is a five-year plan for the agency itself. It has been, uh, you know, described as a five-year plan to end homelessness. And I think that actually is what it turned out to be. Top line numbers, you said it's almost $12 billion, $11.8 billion over five years to, um, among other things, expand um, what they're calling temporary housing, which is basically different kinds of shelter. Then it doesn't include housing because that's not, um, you know, that's not what the the homelessness authority um, is directly charged with. What exactly is temporary housing for folks that aren't familiar? And why is that the centerpiece of this plan? It's kind of a new term that the authority is using. It's I think it sounds better than shelter, uh, but it is shelter. It's various kinds of shelter. So um, it's it's emergency non-congregate shelter, um, things like motels, um, you know, hotel rooms, um, tiny houses, uh, the navigation center uh, that DESC runs. It's, you know, that kind of stuff. Recuperative housing, which is sort of medical respite for people with uh, medical problems. Um, recovery housing for people with addiction, safe parking uh, for people living in their cars or RVs and uh, and tiny houses. Um, what it isn't is permanent housing, um, which is, you know, a, well, what you think of as housing, right? It's everything from permanent supportive housing to um, to subsidies to live in, you know, market rate apartments and stuff like that. That is not a part of, uh, you know, or a significant part of this plan, which which does talk about the need to to fund that that stuff. But it's, you know, mostly funded through things like the city's housing levy, which isn't within the purview of the of the homelessness authority. Why why does the King County Regional Homelessness Authority want to spend nearly twelve billion dollars on temporary housing? Yeah, if I could if I could jump in here, I think one of the things that this plan does is it puts down a really strong official marker saying the old forms of shelter uh, that we that used to be the backbone of the of the you know quote 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 unquote temporary system right, which is mats on the floor, congregate shelter right the. The old uh, second floor of the Morrison Hotel that downtown that DSC runs where, you know, where I'm on the board, right? And that closed down during the, during the pandemic. Uh, they're saying that shelter doesn't work. Uh, it, it's inadequate. Um, homelessness people uh, for m- a multiplicity of reasons don't want to, uh, use that kind of shelter. They have negative experiences when they do theft, there are conflicts, um, you know, you're crowding people together in confined spaces, uh, uh, many people who have problems and, and those problems then just get worse, right? And you have, and so people just try to avoid those kinds of, of situations. Um, so we need to make a shift to what they are calling, as Erica says, they use various terms here, but they call it kind of emergency housing, right? Which is the temporary non-congregate shelter setting. So motel rooms or tiny homes or things that where people have some privacy, you know, there's a, or, or at least some more privacy than they would in a congregate shelter setting. That kind of, you know, if we call it emergency housing costs a lot more money. And they're saying we need a lot more of those units as we shift our system away from the old, you know, mats on the four congregate system 
to, um, uh, to this more enhanced shelter model. And they're saying we need 18,000 or 20,000 or whatever the exact number is units of, um, uh, new units of this kind of enhanced, what I would call enhanced shelter. And behind that, I mean, in addition to um, saying we need to shift, they're also saying we need a lot more of them because yeah. they they have, you know, estimates of homelessness that are in King County that are, you know, far, far, far higher than um, than other estimates we've seen in the past, um, including um, the agency's own estimates. Um, you know, they they have they have gone up to um, now they're saying around 53,000 people um, who need, uh, who need some kind of intervention, um, to prevent them from becoming homeless or get out of homelessness. So it's also, you know, defining the problem in a bigger way. That's true. Because remember the way that we used to always define the problem was the, was the, you know, the one night count, the point in time, uh, count, which, you know, I think the last count had it at something like 13,000, um, uh, you know, people experiencing homelessness on the, when they made that count. I think they typically do it in January. Um, now what, what King County RHA is saying is that point in time, one night count does not capture what is really a dynamic problem of people falling into or ex- exiting out of homelessness over the course of, you know, let's say a year and that, now they're saying, no, what we're really talking about is 50,000 plus people a year, uh, who need help, right? To Erica's point. Um, and so that's a, you know, fourfold increase over kind of the, you know, rough baseline that we used to have. Um, well, it sounds great then. It sounds like this is just the bare minimum that we <laughs> yeah. need to do. I mean, seriously, it sounds like the bare minimum that needs to be done if you want to reduce or address unsheltered homelessness. Right. Problem defined, problem solved, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think that there are, there are questions here. There are a couple of questions about that number for me. So um, one is um, the homelessness authorities number has shifted a lot just in the last year or two. So um, initially, I think for 2020, they said, uh, I could be getting the years wrong. So apologize if I have a year off. But in 2020, they said it was 48,000. In 2021, the following year, they said it was 40,000. Um, and that was based on just kind of looking at everybody who touches any kind of homelessness related system um, in the county. Um, and then um, just last month, they had a slide that was supposedly using the same methodology that they're using in this report, and that it said 62,000. And now in this five-year plan, it's 53,000. So it's a lot of different numbers. And so that makes me kind of go, hmm, like, what is the real number? And is it really like, is it varying within this 20,000? I mean, that's a lot of people. And it's a lot of, you know, it's important because it's, you know, the difference between 12 billion and, you know, maybe 8 billion. So that's important. And the other question I have about this is, um, you know, when you're looking at a 53, 54,000 number, is that, do all those people need interventions? Because a lot of people, um, you know, as we know, like become homeless for short periods of time and then are no longer homeless. And that's without any intervention from the government, from nonprofits, from anything. They just, you know, live in their cars for a while or whatever and, and exit homelessness. And so, so I have, so that question also looms for me is, you know, do all those people need these kind of, you know, whether it's emergency housing or diversion funds or whatever, do, do they need to be counted as, you know, toward this, this huge number that we're looking at? So, um, so I have, I have questions about the numbers in here. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're wrong. I just, I just want to know, you know, what, you know, what sort of validity testing they were put to. Let's say you reduce the number somewhat. We're still talking about a 
a, a massive price tag, right? We're talking about let's say it's not a, a, a ginormous. I mean, eleven point five billion dollars over five years is a is a ginormous number, right? And and far beyond the scope of what of the resources that are currently available, right? I mean, I, when I was looking at this report, King County RHA spends about two hundred fifty million dollars a year currently. So add in a little inflation, you know, and uh, increases over five years. Their trajectory is roughly about a billion and a half dollars, right? So we're talking about, um, you know, uh, seven, six, seven fold increase. Now, now there's other money that goes into, into homelessness there, but, but we're talking about huge multiples, right? Of increase over the current level of resources devoted to the problem. Um, I'm, sympathetic to, uh, you know, whatever the exact numbers are or the methodology we use to calculate the number of homeless people. I do think the previous one night counts gave a false sense of the scale of the problem. I do think the scale of the problem is enormous. Um, And that um, to really, if you wanted to really substantially reduce, I'm not going to say end homelessness. I I don't like that kind of, um, you know, definitive language homeless is going to homelessness is going to be around i think um um at some level but uh it is going to take a ton more resources right i mean i i I think that is really clear and nothing pissed me off more than in 2016 or whenever when barb poppy you know who was a national expert who came in and sort of did the first big report on homelessness in seattle kind of i think you made some false comparisons and assumptions and then kind of went all over town telling um, stakeholder groups and the business community and people like that, that, oh, our existing resources are perfectly adequate to solve the homelessness problem here. If only we weren't so stupid about how we use the money. Right. And that was just a, I think a really pernicious and false uh, claim that got inserted into the system at a, at a, at a very, you know, important moment. And, and, and and really, a lot of this is sort of countering, I think, that wrong assumption. We do need more resources. I, it may not be eleven and a half billion dollars. You know, it may be uh, less than that. Uh, I, th- I I'm kind of with Erica. I think some of these numbers may be kind of a little, you know, on the inflated side. But um, uh, but it's still a big number, right? I mean, we all know it's going to be a big number. But I think to you know, to, I think it is really important to have um, numbers that are somewhat correct. Um, just because, because, you know, from a political standpoint, you know, um, just putting out a number that is this large, like, and I've, and I've seen, you know, Mark Downs has talked about, you know, we don't want to lie to people about the scale of the problem or underestimate it. Um, uh, on the other hand, um, we also have to live in a world where, you know, things get funded at a certain level, Right. And if you if you say it's a it's 11 or 12 billion dollar problem, that can cause, you know, a a certain kind of paralysis, um, you know, among funders. I mean, we've got Bruce Harrell uh, barely wanted to fund, you know, initially, I think, wanted to take some money away from the Homelessness Authority. City of Seattle provides most of its funding. Um, and, you know, the state, um, Inslee has proposed investing four billion dollars in, in, in housing. But, um, you know, we don't have people sort of rushing forward to provide hundreds of millions and even billions of dollars um, to the Homelessness Authority. I mean, we provide about, you know, less than 100 million from the city of Seattle, and we are the biggest funder. So, um, 
you know, I mean, it's it's important to get the numbers right. It's important to, you know, not only just to not sort of waste money or put it in the wrong places, but also to, you know, convince people who, you know, are entities that might be funders that something can actually be done. And you look at a number like this and it's easy to say, oh, well, it's hopeless. Right. You throw up your hands. I, I, I'm with Erica on this. I, like, I will say, while I do think the scale of the problem significantly dwarfs the current resources devoted to it, I'm not sure that putting out a, a kind of, you know, massive pie in the sky, 11.5 billion, you know, so far a, a, a out of, out of whack with what's, what's likely to be available to us is a politically good move. I do think, um, you know, if eyebrow rolling like made a sound, you know, I think the day this report came out, you know, See, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of eyebrow rolling noise happening, you know, across the region. Hold that thought, if you wouldn't mind, for just one minute. We've uh, we got to pay the bills around here. A word from our sponsor. Are you thinking about running for office? I'm local political fundraising consultant Gabe Magic. I help everyday people like you raise money to reach voters and get elected in city, county, and state races. I prioritize candidates working towards racial, economic, and environmental justice. I'll coach you through the discomforts of asking for money and tailor our strategies to best fit your skills. Together, we'll have fun and celebrate meeting financial goals. Reach out today to talk more about funding your winning campaign. That's Gabe Magic with Magic Consulting. If you want to get in touch with Gabe, you can find contact information for him wherever you get your podcasts. It's in our show notes, Gabe Magic, Magic Consulting. And if you, like Gabe, want to reach Seattle Nice's elite audience of political junkies, just contact us at Twitter. It's at RealSeattleNice at Twitter. Reagan Dunn uh, is quoted um, saying, he. It, it sounds like to me, in part, he just wants to spend even more money. Uh, because there's nothing in here for healthcare facilities, behavioral health, uh, and drug rehabilitation programs. He's actually not saying that. He's saying this is too much money, and there's also not money for any of those kinds of programs in here. So, I mean, is he being realistic? Like, who's being realistic well, here? I mean, and how much money do we really have to spend? We've got like what a billion out of the twelve billion dollars, maybe. Right. I mean, that- it's not just Reagan. I mean, look, Reagan Dunn's a Republican, you know, King County Council member. It's not if, if that's the 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 only people that were sort of skeptics of the number. You know, I'd be kind of like shrug, whatever. You kind of expect Reagan Dunn to. To, um, to to sort of piss on any kind of, you know. Well, um, I, I bring it up only because he, he raised the need for even more spending for other kinds of services, not, you know, that, sure. that are included here. Sure. Potentially. But I think there are a lot of, um, say, suburban mayors across King County or, um, or you know, other stakeholders, you know, at, as Erica says, at, you know, foundations or other potential funding sources that might kind of look at this number and say, you know, Boy, if we really need eleven billion dollars, then my hundred million dollars is just a drop in the bucket, and I can't make a dent. So why not I redeploy that hundred million dollars somewhere else? Right? I do think there is a there is a potential political issue with sort of going out there with such a uh, such an enormous number and kind of saying this is what we need to address the problem, and then. Uh, we all know that number doesn't exist. Now, on, on the good news side, there are some more resources that are potentially going to come into play for homelessness. The state, for the first time, has started actually spending real money 
on homelessness. In the last cycle, they appropriated something like, I forget it was, it was, it was less than a billion, but it was something like 800 and 900 million dollars that got invested in the, in the, um, homelessness programs around the state, which is the first time the state's really stepped up like that. Jay Inslee has proposed a $4 billion, uh, expenditure on homelessness. So, so that's all good and fills some portion of the gap. But even with all of that stuff, even in the best case scenarios that we can come up with, we're still multiples less than this $11.5 billion. And I do think that creates a potential political uh, uh, problem. As Erica, the word Erica used was paralysis. And I think that's, that's a potential outcome of this. I, I think, too, I mean, if you look at what, what strikes me as just odd about this plan to begin with is – um, and th- I mean, this speaks to that same issue. Um, it is sort of a five-year plan to end homelessness. Um, and that is not what the authority was charged with doing. I mean, they were charged with coming up with a five-year plan for the agency, for its operations. I mean, if you look in the charter, that's what this is supposed to be. And instead, it is this, you know, incredibly ambitious plan. I mean, essentially, you could shut down the agency in five years if this works, right? Um and, you know, and I just I don't know why they chose to do it that way. But we had a 10 year plan to end homelessness um, that expired without ending homelessness. And in fact, homelessness got much, much worse. And, um, you know, while I don't sort of look at this and think, you know, oh, God, well, we just shouldn't do anything. I honestly do look at it and I'm like, well, like we're fucked. I mean, because <laughs> this is because because this is not going to happen. I mean, we're not going to we're not. The, Mark Jones is not going to single handedly like through the force of, you know, sort of stating the problem, um, you know, get uh, get all these entities to pour in billions and billions of dollars. And like so then what is the result of this plan? Like then you can sort of like, you know, wipe your hands and say, well, this is what we should have done, but we didn't do it. And that's why it didn't work. And I don't feel like that's a satisfactory conclusion, you know, five years from now to say, well, we would have, we would have fixed homelessness, but we only invested, you know, $4 billion instead of $12 billion. And so that's why we didn't fix it. Um, and that, and honestly, like, I mean, I, you know, could set a, set, set it up in my calendar now. Did we fix homelessness five years from now? And, you know, I, I'm guessing the answer is going to be no. Um, and and yes, that will be from lack of spending, but it also, you know, it also might be from, you know, the fact that giving yourself five years to put everybody in housing um, is like a moonshot kind of a goal. And and I do think that, you know, I mean, I hate to be like, we need to be pragmatic and we need to be realistic, but we need to be pragmatic and we need to be realistic because you're dealing with human beings who make these funding decisions and you know, and you've got lots of Reagan Duns out there, frankly, um, in the county making funding decisions, you know, in addition to people who are, you know, all on board with this, this, this vision that, um, that the authority and that Mark Duns have. Right. I would say how that. This it, com- yeah. How does this, com- how does this compare to what other cities are doing? I see that like New York spent $3 billion in 2021 and don't they, uh, have a, have a, have a law that says everybody has a right to yeah. shelter. Th- th- um, those and, are, and so yeah. how would this compare to, you know, or do we have any idea how this would compare to what other, what other cities are, are trying to do? Right. I mean, just, just for context here, right. Uh, Seattle, the Seattle metro area is the third largest homeless population of any kind of large metro area. We're, we're third only to New York and Los Angeles. Right. I mean, so much smaller, city than those kind of, you know, huge cities, but we have a really significant problem. I think the comparison to, to what, you know, say New York spends is a really apples to oranges comparison. They have a totally different kind of uh, foundation and model 
for how to address homelessness, right? David, as you just alluded to, they have a right to shelter law in New York City, right? So what that means is that they, uh, partly because of, you know, weather concerns, you can't be outside in New York in the middle, you know, dead winter, uh, without, you know, people freezing to death. So, uh, their entire emphasis is on, is on creating a, a massive shelter system to bring people inside. So they have less visible, much less visible outside, you know, people living unsheltered outside. Um, but they also have, they don't put the same priority as we do on housing first, right? On trying to build, um, housing, right? And, and create permanent housing exits for people. Uh, in the homelessness system. So they end up warehousing, essentially, this is a criticism of their right to shelter law, they end up warehousing lot tens of thousands of people in kind of pretty shitty shelter, you know, congregate shelter systems, right? Like, and, 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 and the like, uh, that we're trying to get away from here in Seattle. So the money they spend is, is different. Like if we had a shelter, you know, a, a right to shelter law, we would be spending our money totally differently. L.A., I just don't know enough about. I don't know, Erica, if you have some insight. In, uh, I mean, L.A. seems pretty fucked on their own stuff. I, 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 don't, I don't really know what, what the... Yeah, I mean, it, and, it, and it's like, it's hard to... I mean, this is another frustration with these numbers. And, I, you know, we don't have a, um, a standardized national um, estimate uh, system. So, like, L.A., you know, has a bigger homeless population. Okay. Um, but, you know, they estimate their homeless population as a much bigger city than Seattle and with a, the, you know, a very obvious, like huge visible homeless population at around 67, 69,000. So um, if we're estimating ours, you know, at 55, 62, you know, whatever the number is like that, that just suggests that we're using different parameters. Right. And I mean, so. You know, but I, as far as what LA is doing, yeah, I'm not, I'm not as familiar with it, but, um, but they obviously have a similar type of, of, you know, of problem with unsheltered homelessness that we do because we're, you know, in a very different climate than New York. I will, I, it, coming back to the, this question about, you know, the sort of, what are the politics around this plan itself or how is this going to play politically? I do think, uh, and we saw that this week from some members of the King County, uh, you know, RHA board who kind of, you know, questioned um, whether this – remember, this is the initial draft of what they're supposed to be a final plan that's supposed to come out in April. Um, and so we had some King County RHA board members saying, you know, I'm not so sure about this and this seems like pretty pie in the sky and, you know – uh, so I would think and, 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 well, if you're going to do this sort of, hey, if we could wave a magic wand, here's what we at the King County RHA would do. I think you also now need to say, here's what we think reasonably we can expect the resources available to us to be over the next five years. And how should we deploy those? Re- you know, what's the plan, the sort of realistic plan uh, of, let's say we're, we're going to have. $2 billion to spend over the next five years. I don't know what the exact number is going to be, but just for, for, for the sake of conversation, how do you deploy that $2 billion to get maximum impact? You know, we're not going to get acknowledging we're not going to end homelessness with $2 billion, but here's what we can do. And here's the benefit that will come from that, right? I think that's really important to show that we can still deploy dollars and additional dollars and create positive results and benefits. Otherwise, it's just like, oh, my God, we just can never solve the problem. So why don't we just give up? 
So well, is, this I think, the right, I mean, is this the right approach then to both of you? Is this the right approach, but we just need to spend less on it? Or is this the wrong approach? Well, I think, you know, it's it's complicated because it's a lot of different approaches in this document. I think that, you know, this plan should have been more of a five-year plan for what the agency can actually do. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, there are, there are a lot of different approaches in here. You know, I don't know that some of them are, I mean, if you look at like, you know, there's, there's funding and this is a small line item, but there's funding for like RV lots, right? We're going to, we're going to massively, massively expand RV lots and also um, safe parking lots. And like a plan that doesn't take into account politics and the fact that that has been incredibly, incredibly difficult, specifically because of regional politics and local politics, you know, is not a very realistic plan because you can't force these things on communities. Um, and, you know, and that's just that's just one example. I mean, massive expansion of shelter. That's going to be controversial everywhere. Um, this idea that they can, you know, sort of scale um, the partnership for zero downtown, which is, you know, a philanthropic. Uh, it was funded for one year by a bunch of companies, uh, $10 million. The idea that they're going to scale that to the entire county um, and, you know, eliminate homelessness or, uh, you know, visible homelessness uh, sort of block by block throughout the county also strikes me as unrealistic, um, both because like has Amazon and I have all these kind of Starbucks and whoever agreed to, to plow, you know, a hundred million, five hundred million into these efforts. I mean, I just, I just want to know, looking at this plan, like what is actually, like what is actionable. And I feel like a plan, I feel like a plan that spells out the problem, uh, but not really um, how we're going to get to the solutions is a little frustrating because you know there are, I mean, the plan, you know, sort of alludes to some of the political and other hurdles they've had to, you know, they've already encountered with getting funding for different things, you know, so. I don't know. I just I find I find the whole plan frustrating um, because it doesn't sort of say. And here's how we're going to um, we've defined the problem. We've said how much it would cost to to fix the problem in five years. Here's how we're going to do it. And I think if they did ask that question in this plan, they would say we can't do it in five years. And so we're going to do you know here's a two billion dollar plan over five years. It's going to be a twenty five year plan. And let's acknowledge that this is going to be a slow process. All right. Well, if you have any thoughts about the King County Regional Homelessness Authority plan, they're accepting feedback from you, not just from Erica and Sandeep, through February 8th. Uh, Thanks so much for listening to another edition of Seattle Nice. He's Sandeep Kaushik. She's Erica C. Barnett. I'm David Hyde. And uh, enjoy the cold weather.